evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We are coming at you live every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And uh, as always, I'm your host, Michael Dolce. And I am joined, as always, by the Lord of the... We're doing Lord of the Podcast, Lord of the Radio. What are we doing here, actually? Lord of the Radio. Why does this happen every week? Why is this a problem every week? I'm just, I'm just saying. Stop it! I'm just saying. Well, no, no. Stop it! Now we got to figure out. You know, because no. Sam said we're we're. It's we're, Lord we're... of the Radio. Really? Yes. That's it. Yes. It's official. It's been official for like a year. All right. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture, all the stuff <laughs> that you love to Silly talk rabbit. about. That you love to talk about. We talk about it, I don't but love tonight. To talk about this stuff. I don't know who told you that. Tonight we got one topic. And that is Black Panther. I am so excited to Why talk about this. You know, it's funny. I have you off camera at that exact moment now. <laughs> so if you're streaming us live on facebook.com slash secrets of the sire, you can see all the cool new toys that we have to do. Um, we've got uh, awesome stuff. But uh, let's do a little homework first. We're going to give you everything that. I, seriously, I have not been this excited to talk about a movie in a while. So this is a good really? one. Really? Yeah, it's a really good one. Did you um, like it that much? Is that what you're saying? You, you enjoyed it so much? Secrets of Sire, you can find us on Twitter, uh, Instagram, see? Patreon. Instagram, it's mdolce64. Twitter, it's Michael underscore Dolce. Can you talk about it while we're on the SoundCloud.com slash Secrets of the Sire, S-I-R-E, iHeartRadio, Secrets uh, of yeah. the Sire, uh, iTunes, uh, go search Secrets of the Sire. You get a little trend there, right? Just go look up Secrets of the Sire and you'll find us. In fact, Twitter, you could probably look us up. On Secrets of the Sire as well too, so Hassan, this is this is the kind of cool part that um, you know about what I'm really excited to talk about, right? Really. So beforehand, before we actually did any of this stuff, right? Mm. Um, before we actually saw the movie, I actually saw the movie today. You know, full confession. Slacker. I actually think it was. I'm really excited that I did because then I'd have to wait three or four days to actually. Like kind of talk my immediate reaction. That gives you time to cultivate what your thoughts are. No, no, my thoughts are my thoughts are pretty cultivated. Yeah, like they, they just are. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're we're good. That's with what you call it. You call it cultivation. Yes. yes. Gotcha. Our thoughts. Gotcha. My thoughts are. I call solid. it fertilization. But my you know. thoughts are solid. Trust me. Mm, yes. Well, there Trust are there, there is there are consistent substance. I'll I'll call them that. So before solid, I don't know. Before the show, um, and before I saw the movie, I am coming up with all of these tertiary topics Ooh, in nice case word. you know the movie doesn't live up to the hype, right? In case the movie is uh, is is I don't want to say Wonder Woman, maybe Wonder Woman adjacent, where we we had some problems <laughs> with it. Um, you know, so okay, is this a breakthrough for African Americans? Yes, uh, for the director, the African American cast. I had a whole thing on that. Is that what you think? Uh, is this manufactured hype? Is this social media? Is this social justice warriors hyping it up? Um, mm, does justice this mean warriors. you know if you're not African American, you can't be critical? You know that was a post that was pretty popular, and we will get into that a little no, bit it was, too. It was your post, um, and then also likewise, kind of like for me, you know. Avengers was amazing because it was a culmination of things. It was also a culmination of seeing like characters I grew up with. So you know maybe my perspective is skewed because maybe African Americans can view this right because well African Americans can view this as as their culmination of of coming up. (laughs) Um, You know also you know Black Panther comics don't really sell well and they still don't sell well. So is this manufactured? We can throw all those points out the window. We can talk about a movie that was so engaging um, and has so many great, like, points to really kind of talk about. Like, we don't have to, like, come up with fluff here. We can come up, we can actually talk about the movie. And that makes me excited and happy. Give me your, give me your off-the-top thoughts on Black Panther. Um, hmm. Off the top, off the like the off the top of my head. You're well, saying? you had time to cultivate your thoughts. You saw it a few days ago. See what I did there? Do you want to get? Do you want yeah, me... a few days ago was only Monday, but yeah. <laughs> do you want to give me mine? I'll give you mine. No, I can answer the question. Okay. Um, I I liked it. I thought it was a strong movie. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the answer to. You, all these other questions, or whether it is no, 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 no. Throw those out. Throw uh, those out. Just I know, talk about the but movie. I'm making a comment. About okay, it. all right. As long as you're as long as you're doing it of your own of your own devices. 
Yeah, that was that was part of the that was part of the questionnaire you laid down, right? You know, no, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying I had all these things in case the movie yeah. kind of sucked, and then we had to kind of talk about all those other. Well, things. Well, you, you know, you kind of knew that movie wasn't going to suck because a it's a Marvel movie, and pretty much in ten years they haven't sucked. Even Iron Man three didn't suck. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the closest that they came to doing a poor movie, as far as I was concerned, was uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah, and that's just because it was like a kitchen sink movie. Yeah, it was. It was not good. Yeah. Um, however, um... oh, hang on. While you're collecting your thoughts, this is a spoiler um, edition of Secrets of the Sire. So if you haven't seen the movie, Brian Everham, who hasn't seen it yet, uh, still listen, but know that you're going to get spoiled. Sorry. That. <laughs> Sorry, I have to do it. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert. You know what? I, I, spoiler alert. I, you're not going to let me talk. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I thought it was a great movie. All right. So what's next? <laughs> so I'll, I'll go into a little detail of why I thought it was such a strong movie, right? Mm. I think it was a strong I think Ryan Coogler, first of all, is the MVP of that movie. I think he shoots the hell out of this movie, right? Mm. Let's talk about world building, right, for a second, right? He creates an entire world. I think one of the things that you've talked about on the show, and I do agree with you to, to a very full extent, is you know, show me something different. Show me something I haven't seen before. Show me something that um, you know, can kind of knock my socks off a little bit. And I'm not saying that the shots of Wakanda are necessarily stuff we haven't seen before. No, it's just an advanced like, city, another you know, like super... You know, advanced, stellar, futuristic city. Correct. Kind of thing. Landscape. But what he does in his directing, I think, and, we, and I think you and I both agree on this, right? I think most modern movie directors, um, <clears throat> Ryan Johnson, are like, <laughs> they're like video game, they're like not video, sorry, they're like music video directors. Uh, it's how quickly can we show something? Like how, you know, much gravitas can we show this this location by like, Quickly zooming from like a bird's eye view to a worm's eye view, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna give this like you know overarching drone effect. Yeah. He lets Ryan Coogler lets everything breathe. I agree with you because Ryan Coogler's handing of uh, T'Challa when he got when he got blown into space, yeah. was way different yes. than when Leia was in space and just kind of floating around. Yeah, because like the Black Panther in space, way better done. Yeah, yeah, just just you know the way he was like kind of floating around and he moonwalked back into the, sure. you know, and all those stereotypes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah, I um, he's, a, he's the, the guy is a fantastic director in and of itself. Um, Creed is a great movie. And Creed, yeah. is, Creed is a way better movie than it deserved than to be. Than it should be, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're for, sitting there and you're like, when you, when, you, when, you heard the, when you saw the trailer and you heard it, you're like, really? Yeah, because it's You're the, mining this well again? It's the, what is it, the seventh sequel to Rocky? Mm-hmm. It's the sixth sequel to Rocky. Yeah. Um, and it's like, come on. I know you, you, you're shuffling things around, you're changing the focus, but come on. Yeah. How, we're, we're really going to go back to the mat on this? Literally, and it's a great movie. It's really a hard film movie yeah. because, uh, and this is the reason that uh, Black Panther is such a strong film is because it has really strong characters in it. Yeah, and the characters kind of uh, are through line mm-hmm. through the entire thing, so you understand the pathology. You under you understand immediately um, T'Challa's relationship with uh, I forget her name. I'm so sorry. Um, with uh, with his love interest. Oh, Lupita, right? you could just say Lupita, actress Lupita uh, Nyong'o. Lupita Longo. She's amazing. Yeah. When as soon as well, yeah, she's she's great. But I mean, there's just the way the scene is set up, where he kind of decimates a whole, you know, a whole truckload of people. Sure. And then as soon as he sees her, he's like, "Hi." Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's just and and just in the way that's done, the dynamic, you know, the 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 juxtaposition between those two scenes. Sets everything up. Plus, they they kind of rib him a little bit in the beginning. Don't sure. freeze when you see her. You know, uh, be strong. The fact that she won't stay. Like they they sure. kind of set up the pathology between the two of them. Um, his sister is fantastic. You know, through it, she's like wisecracking. She's yeah. telling jokes. They have a lot of banter between them. It's uh-huh. not like and a lot of these movies. Sometimes when they're um, another, they're, they're a focus a focal point on another culture. Right. Um, 
done by a mainstream, you know, kind of a mainstream like studio or something like that. Sure. A lot of it turns into pandering where they're trying to they're trying to really make this uh this this new society or this new culture mm-hmm. uh palatable to the to to our culture. Sure. So that you see that and you go, "Well, they're not so different and that means I can watch them and I can like them and I can be Right. But it's it it really wasn't there wasn't a lot of pandering. It really was, and it wasn't a lot of um, African culture in yeah. your face. It I was agree Wakandan, with that too. I agree know? with it that was, too. So it was. It was. In like, fact, it was just in a fact, Wakanda culture. was almost at at odds with what Africa is or isn't. You know, in today's society, right? I mean, Wakanda is supposed to be the height of civilization, yet they turn their back on the rest of Africa. I mean, you you have that dynamic as well, too. Right. Um, you have that storyline running through. So there is, I mean, there's just so, there's so much depth to yeah, that. Yeah, which is which is uh, you know which really solid. And you know, Michael B. Jordan is <sighs> amazing in the best one of the best Marvel villains we've seen. Yeah, I would have to say, except for the name. What uh, Michael it's B. Not Jordan? His, not his name, the character's name. But yeah, it's not his fault. It's not Marvel's fault. They had to use the character. But Killmonger is Killmonger's not bad. No, that's 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 like Killgrave from Jessica Jones. It's like a little on the nose. It's <laughs> that's a, like, it's that's a, like naming your butler Jeeves. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Like, you, you like, know, come on, you know how he's going to turn out. You know at that come point. Come on, and he's going to murder you because the butler always did it. Yeah, that's why I have problems with butlers. Let but, me let me say this too, right? And I think this is a big thing that I found uh, in this oh, movie, right? Say something big. <laughs> this is the first Marvel movie where you actually feel stakes. The first half of the movie, before Michael B. Jordan is in this movie, uh, feels like a traditional Marvel movie. It feels kind of lighthearted, even though there's action. There is like, yeah, the scene with, with Claw in, the, in, in, in South Korea, you kind of think like, okay, maybe there's some, there's some danger. Right. But then Michael B. Jordan steps on, the, on you know, really steps in. You know, because at first he's kind of playing this like, ha, 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 this is Wakandan. I know what I'm doing. I actually thought like, is, is Claw going to turn on this guy? Like, yeah. does he know what he's getting into? And then all of a sudden yeah. you're like, oh, no, no. Oh, this guy knows exactly what he's getting <laughs> yeah. into. He's doing this. It's huge. Right. This is the first Marvel movie ever where it didn't feel like a Marvel movie. By the middle of that movie, this is not a Marvel movie. This is a movie. And Michael B. Jordan is, is amazing. Um, we're going to call her Michonne because I'm going to butcher her name, Dania Guerrera. <laughs> She's amazing in it. Uh, his sister's amazing yeah. in it. There's yeah. so – like his mom's amazing. Uh, Forrest Whitaker's amazing. M'Baku's amazing. Uh, even the guy from Get Out. At first I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't separate the fact that he was from Get Out. And I was like, well, why is the front guy from I Get was, Out? I spent the whole movie telling him to Get Out. I, I was like, why is hey, the guy – Get that the, guy out of here. Why, why is the guy from Get Out there, right? Yeah. And why is he, and why is he angry? So <laughs> – he kind of turned angry. Like, that was another, like, yeah. kind of really quick plot we're, turnaround. We're, we're going to get into more. Let me ask you real quick. Mm. Uh, what's, your, what's your rating of the movie? If you, uh, you, know, F, uh, you know, X out of X stars, uh, you know, X number out of X number. What do you, what do you give it? Uh, I, would give it a, I would give it a 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. Yeah. Okay. So you would say it's, 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 it's like the greatest movie ever, right? No. And I'll tell you why when we come back. <laughs> Joined by my uh, esteemed colleague and co-host, Lord of the Radio. Lord of the Radio. Lord of the Radio. Thank you very much. Do you have to apply? Do you have to like go to college for that? Is there some sort of like classes? I could tell you how to become Lord of the Radio, but then you'd become Lord of the Radio, and I wouldn't be Lord of the Radio <laughs> this is anymore. Very true. No such thing as co-lord. No, no, no. It doesn't work that way. It's a- <laughs> Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture, uh, all that fun stuff. I, I know a lot of people chimed in on Facebook earlier today, wanting to call in and talk about the movie. Uh, specifically, can you criticize the movie, right? That was a big topic. And we are, you know, like I said, we, I did kind of, I had a, a whole thing prepared for this in case the movie really wasn't that engaging or, or, or if it was just okay. You know, even if it was just okay. I, you know, we kind of pre- prepared it, but that's still a good topic to talk about, and we are going to talk about it. So call in 877-480-4120, unless you're listening to us on iTunes after the fact, yeah, call or in SoundCloud anyway. 
after the fact. To talk to Sam. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could you could you could sample many of the talk radio done in yes. uh hosts. You, and, and it's a our daily magic. It's with, a crapshoot at that point. From Kai which, Cole. Which Sam other, has yeah. his own show. Which of the other shows you'll you'll yeah. end up calling in on, and maybe they'll be nice to you and answer your question. So. <laughs> We will talk about the racist element to criticism. We will talk about the hypocritical element to denying criticism. Um, but for right now, we're going to talk about the fatal flaw of the movie. Um, I gave it personally, I give it a four out of five mm. or a three and a half out of four, which comes out to about the same. Which right? is kind of the same as a nine out of ten. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm going to give you the fatal flaw of the movie. Michael B. Jordan? Yeah. Unbelievable. That guy, I mean, he, not for this movie, he is going to win an Oscar one day. I don't know when, I don't know where. Ryan Coogler is going to win for Best Director one day. Um, Michonne, we're going to just call her Michonne because uh, I don't want to butcher Dania Guerrera's name. I think I butchered it already, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Michonne, unbelievable in this movie. His sister had a nice little role in this movie. His love interest, Lupita Nyong'o, beautiful Savvy, like she was. Just, yes, we she established was, Peter helped us. Is Nakia? Is, Nakia is her name. In amazing movie. in this movie. Martin Freeman even kind of steps up and does a lot of good things. Mbaku, amazing. They're all better than T'Challa. This entire movie, I'm watching. I'm waiting for T'Challa. I'm waiting for the main character. I'm waiting for the Black Panther to do something to for me that was extraordinary to make him rise up. Now I thought. When he, again, spoiler, 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 spoilers, in case anybody's there. When they, when they gave us the scene where Killmonger presumably kills him, and I'm like, okay, he's obviously not dead. He's obviously going to come around. I thought he was dead. Oh, he did? No. Movie over? Yeah, yeah. That's it? Still yeah, I got up. Movie? I got up and left. I didn't see the rest, honestly. I, I, <laughs> I was surprised. Hey, you're, just, you're just faking it until you <laughs> yeah, make it. I'm, I like it. I'm just what I do. It. It's what I do every every week. Actually, <laughs> um, I never saw the movie. No. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm like, okay, he's going to learn something from his father. His father's going to give him something. Something's going to tie in. Uh, they kind of do that in the final battle. You know, he ends up on the train tracks, mm-hmm. and uh, but that's not even him doing it, right? His suit is made by his sister. The tracks are made by his sister. Everyone else is, you know. I'm sitting there going, there is no reason why Killmonger loses this battle the second time. There's nothing extraordinary to me. There's no cross the streams moment where you sit there and go, cross the streams. It's risky, but it just might work. This proves why the Ghostbusters are going to beat the Stay Puft Marshmallow Men. You know, there's no moment at the end there where I'm sitting there. First of all, I think Michonne. What was the reason that Batman was able to beat Bane when he came back? Well, but that's, again, another reason why I feel like what the Dark Knight is a a stronger movie than... um, you know, what is it? The, uh, whatever Dark Knight that. Dark Knight Rises. See, couldn't even tell you the title. Um, you know, there's this, there's this thing where I'm watching Michonne the entire time, right? And I'm sitting there going, she should, be the, she should be the king. <laughs> she should be the king. I'm more afraid yeah, of her. Yeah, I mean, okay. Killmonger. I, I'm more afraid of this guy. I get what you He saying. beats Michonne. But you're talking about enthusiasm, right? You're, too, you're talking about, like, uh, enthusiasm and, and, like, energy. No, like I'm talking. I'm he's talking like kind about. Of a low, he's a pretty more a much a low key character. I'm talking much. about there is there was nothing that he demonstrated, aside from the fact that he had superpowers that were given to him, that made him more special, more extraordinary, or better than anyone around him. If they'd have given me a scene where he yeah, he playfully not... he playfully fights uh, Michonne's character and 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 beats her in sparring, right? And he's always a little bit better than her. Then I would sit there and go, well, you know what? This guy's pretty good. I don't get that. And if he's relying on Civil War to give us that gravitas, it doesn't work in this case because I think the rest of the film, you've introduced new characters now that I haven't seen that I feel are more powerful and stronger than our main character. Well, the power behind him is the responsibility that he has, you know? He's a great king. You're right. And so, and in his, in his, you know, his pathos and his, you know, his decisions as to whether or not to keep the kingdom the same as the way his father had it, or to change it, as he sees fit, you know, in, in accordance with the, you know, the changing of the times. Sure. So that's the struggle that he was fighting with, and so when someone brought a physical battle to him, yeah, and he felt honor bound to accommodate, mm-hmm. you know, and he lost the battle, yeah. His his 
I guess, uh, excuse the term, but it's it's actually a, a, a legitimate term. His come to Jesus moment was um, when he when he recovered and he realized that he had to change the entire kingdom in order to in order for you know uh, for for progress for the, for Wakanda to survive and also for the to help the, the rest of the world. Michael B. Jordan wanted to. Because it's in in these stories that the hero and the villain always want the exact same thing, right. but they want it in different ways. So, um, Michael Michael B. Jordan wanted violence and destruction, and uh, T'Challa now realized he wants the same thing, but he wants it uh, benevolently. Sure, he wants to do it through influence. Right. So that's that's his, that's his outcome. That's the strength of his character. That's a, the, the. But at the, any point, did you think that he could beat Killmonger? Because I didn't. I didn't. And I didn't. And I'm waiting for this. I'm waiting for this moment where he is. Yeah, smarter, he, cleverer, I special. I think he couldn't beat him because his his mind was in conflict, and he was not conflicted when he went back. I don't know. I don't know. We have a caller. We got Michael Mamano on the line. Michael, how you doing, sir? Hey, Dolce, how's it going? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I, I, I really agree with uh, with your friend over there, because I, I, you know, your whole thing about him not being physically strong enough, like, I kind of see where you're going, but, I mean, you mentioned the whole sparring thing, but then I think that would have weakened, like, Denai Guerrero's character. Um, I think it's kind of like a very, um, like, you see it in Game of Thrones, where the question of, you know, does strength make you a good king? And I think that... T'Challa's strength has far more, it's far more important that he is, you know, a moral ruler or that he's, he's looking at these questions. I mean, the, the great thing with the movies, there's no easy answers. And, you know, what was good about the isolationism? What was bad? How is he going to reconcile the traditional way of doing things with what he feels to be morally right? And how is he going to take Killmonger's rhetoric? And, you know, which, I mean, those are all valid. I mean, yeah. No, those are all yeah, valid, in ter- in but of, those are like that's like yeah, the second but, story, though. The the the, me- yeah, the most and, immediate and, harm is that he's about to get killed. Like, there's to me, I'm sitting there going, "There's no way he can beat this guy because he know I know he's not stronger than him," and so I'm waiting for him to do yeah. something. He never yeah, does. Well, your, your whole your your whole thing is is oh it was the suit oh it was this, but like that's not entirely relevant because any superhero movie can make it all about who lands the hardest punch. Yeah, he's being assisted by all this other stuff, but I actually think that's part of his strength is that he's able to be humble enough as a king to draw the strengths from the people around him, especially from the women around him. Sure. He has a very a very evolved masculinity in this movie, which I think mm-hmm. sets him apart from a lot of Marvel heroes. I think I the I, I don't disagree with the with the masculinity comment. I don't disagree with the fact that there are so many strong women around him propping him up. However, the movie wasn't Black Panther and Friends. If this was yeah, an ensemble okay, yeah, movie, you're t- we're talking about, and I'm not saying he has to land the hardest punch. Yeah, but you're talking about. I'm saying world he's got to right? show me something that makes me believe that there's something unique and special about him. Because quite frankly, I think Michael B. Jordan's a better, stronger character. I'm looking at Michael but B. That Jordan. That doesn't make him a better character. Yeah, but, but 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 what kind of strength is it? To me, what's unique and what's what's special about him is that he's able to integrate the influences of the people around him. He doesn't have to rely entirely on himself and what he can bring to the table. He gains wisdom from multiple sources. Sure. He gains aid from multiple sources. And this, so will, that to this is going to benefit apart. him when he does eventually defeat the bad guy. But that moment when he's about to defeat the bad guy, and I'm sitting there saying, nine times out of ten, he's, he's going to lose this have fight. You, haven't you ever been in a fight before and you lost and then you went and fought again? Right. And you, and you won? And because... you gained some sort of knowledge from that previous yes. fight that, that was apparent and evident, and you go, I know what this guy's weakness is. There was no weakness in, in Killmonger. He just, he just happened to beat him because that was the moment of the movie where he he's used, supposed to beat him. He used the technology to beat him. He knew that the... He knew that the he yeah. <laughs> no, that's ex- no Sam. Okay, you guys couldn't hear this off off camera, but Sam's like, no, he made the move where he grabbed the knife and he and he hit him, and then Killmonger goes, he was, nice move, bro, and it's like, really, of all the things you could have done, but he was he was he he weakened the armor, sure, for, by being in the uh, yes in the at the at the monorail. I agree, I agree, but he was so also he his... weakened as well too. So yeah, Killmonger theoretically was... could have killed him too, right? There's no, there's no, there's no, but that's so. Michael, I know yeah, you like, are a writer. You're a writer, and I know this. And yeah, I, I, don't, and I don't understand the. I don't understand why this is a conflict. When we're when you're writing a when you're writing 
uh, a central character. There's got to be something unique and special about this character that is, is, is above and beyond everything, every other character around him. I feel, personally, that they went out of their way. All the other characters around him are, 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 are greater than him. That's, yeah, and that's monomyth. Yeah, I think, I think my thing and is, we're I'm not just, using monomyth I, I don't in that. agree that, I, I mean, yeah, you're right. You do need to give your protagonist something that, that distinguishes them and that sets them apart. I just don't necessarily think it has to be, you know, in a fight. Like, if you're dealing with a superhero, what sets them apart isn't necessarily their, their physical strength. It's their, it's their way of thinking. Like, to really, like, go way far away from the topic but still be related to it, I just did, um, I just did a review for Den of Geek on, like, Thundercats, and there was this whole thing about how when you were when he was being, when Lion was being tested against the other Thundercats, how can he possibly stand up against someone who has who is stronger than him or faster than him sure. or whatever? And it's not that he can directly defeat them, mm-hmm. but it's in his way of thinking and how he gets around that problem. But so I think that T'Challa's strength, I agree with distinguishing, that. isn't you know that he's got the bigger Obviously muscles not. or that he's faster or that whatever. It's how he acts and behaves and you know how he thinks his way out of the problem, how he adapts to the situation. He beat him by knocking the spear out of his hand. (laughs) That's how he beat him. To sort of like, you know, to adjust his, his, uh, the trajectory of what he's doing. To me, that's what makes him special. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, We appreciate the call. I really do appreciate it. Good to talk to you as well. Uh, When we come back, we got one of the stuntmen from the movie, Ricky Barksdale Jr., coming on, talking about the movie. He's also been in a whole bunch of other things. He's going to tell us he's only been in one scene, but it's okay. We're going to talk about Black Panther. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. My vomit streak goes back to the 2010 Super Bowl. You haven't vomited in eight years? I have an iron stomach. My two-year-old son takes after me as well, too. He did the power hour, too, but it was milk. Still didn't vomit. Oh, uh, well, I guess that's settled. <laughs> Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. I want to thank our caller, Michael Momano, for calling in. If anybody wants to, wants to call in, 877-480-4120. In segment four, we will get into whether or not it's okay to criticize the movie, which I think it's a, a four out of five movie with one fatal flaw, which no one else agrees with, but that's okay. That's the beauty of it. Uh, we're going to take well, a little... It's got, it's got flaws. We little divergence. Flaw. We're going to... Di- well, yeah, Secrets of the Sire. Uh, we're going <laughs> to... We're going to take a little break. No idea what the heck that is. All but about. we're not. At the same time, we're going to welcome Ricky Barksdale Jr. Ricky. Hey, how you doing? How's it going, sir? I'm doing all right. And yourself? Very, very good. Now, I know, I know, you, you, when we first talked, you're like, I did one scene on Black Panther. But that's a huge <laughs> movie. It, that's like being like, yeah, I was just, I had a, I had a walk-on in Star Wars. You know, it's like, come on now. It's, it's, don't, don't be humble. Tell us about your experience, uh, you know, on Black Panther. I want to know everything. Oh, it was fun. Um, you know, it was my very first feature film because prior to that, I worked on independent, independent films and TV shows. And this was the very first movie I worked on as a stuntman, which is pretty fun. Um, I learned a lot from the guys down there, uh, you know, the seasoned veterans. And, you know, it, it was just overall a good experience. What uh, what was your scene that you were in? Like, what were you a part of? Uh, so I was the one of the Jabari Warriors, and yeah. it is the final fight where Black Panther is fighting the Border Tribe members by himself, and then we come in uh, as, awesome. like, the cavalry to come save the day or save him so he could continue doing his mission. That's just awesome. I mean, it, it, it yeah. is just awesome. You know, it's funny. I mean, we we, we host a, uh, a podcast and a radio show, and, and we... 
you know, well, we don't get paid to give our opinions yet, but we'll get paid eventually. Um, and so we are, you know, we are kind of like being hypercritical, or at least I am being hypercritical about certain things. But at the same time, okay. it's a friggin' cool movie. It's the biggest movie in the world. Like, there's got to be a sense of pride for you, right? Oh, a lot of pride. Uh, for me, the reason why is because Hollywood is known for saying, oh, we can't sell, you know, to people of color. We can't sell to just one genre. We can't, we can't, we can't. And... You know, prime example, think of Gods of Egypt. You know, they cast, sure. you know, yeah. a group of Europeans. <laughs> yeah, Scottish guy yeah. Know, <laughs> as an Egyptian god. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all righty then. Okay, yeah, let's get Ger- Gerard Butler. Where's he from? He's from Scotland? Yeah. <laughs> Makes total <laughs> sense to me. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. It works. I don't know. <laughs> like, and T'Challa um, is actually in that me, movie. Yeah. With, uh, uh, what's his oh, name? Chadwick Bos- yeah, Boswick yeah. Uh, is, is actually in that movie. Bosman. But yeah, you were saying though. Um... So one of the things for me is like you know, growing up being a black male in America, when I was young, mm-hmm. anytime I would watch a movie and it had black actors in it, a good portion of the time we was always a sidekick. Mm-hmm. It was you it, it wasn't a lead role. If you wasn't Denzel, you wasn't a lead role. Sure. Um, it was always the stereotypes that we played: the pimps, the thugs, drug users, drug dealers. Um, and it was always the negative light. When I saw Wesley Snipes in Passenger 57 as a kid, I think I was like, what, 10 years old? Yeah, I know mm-hmm. 10 watching rated R movies. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, we can actually be the, you fiend. the action star of this movie? <laughs> and it, it was a really inspirational thing for me as a kid. I'm like, wow, I don't know if we can be the good guys in an action movie. And then when he came out with... Um, uh, Blade when Wesley Snipes sure. came out in Blade, yeah, I didn't. Was... I was like, "Wow, we can actually be uh, 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 superheroes!" You know, uh, we can have a black superhero. So it's a real big thing, and it kind of inspired me to where I'm at now. You know, I'm going to ask you one more question about Black Panther, and then I do want to get sure. into your journey into being a stuntman because I think it's absolutely ridiculously cool and ridiculous at the same time. Uh, okay, <laughs> what was the spirit? like on set i mean again i know you were there for the one scene but i mean did you did, was there a palpable you know sense of pride accomplishment or was oh, it just yes. what was it business like oh, yes. i mean what was it like it was a, it was a little bit of both it was a little bit of both it was a little bit of business but it was a lot of pride because this is our opportunity you know mm-hmm. that's what that's what it was like this was our opportunity to show that we can do it yeah you know we can make movies that people of all races will want to go sure. to see um, and, you know, the business aspect is that we have to be on our P's and Q's because one person does wrong, we're mm-hmm. all going to be looked at as bad. Mm-hmm. What was that? Uh, um, but, but, um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say. For the uh, most part, it was just a good positive vibe. What was what was Coogler like? Uh, you know, how was his directing style? Because I, I don't know if you caught the first segment. I mean, we both agreed. I, I thought he shot the hell out of the movie. I thought it was some of the best directing I've seen in terms of uh, especially a Marvel movie. Uh, you know, how was it, yeah. you know, kind of working with him and, and, uh, and, and what was his direction like on, on set? Well, we really didn't have uh, much direction uh, from him. Do you want to ask? Most of it came from the second unit coordinator, the stunt coordinator, which was uh, Bryson Counts mm-hmm. and uh, Dan Brown and uh, the fight coordinator, Chris Brewster. So we got our directions mainly from them. But for the brief moment that I did talk to him, he was a really nice guy, really laid back and, you know, I hope to work with him again in the future. You know, he has a vision and when he has a vision, he's very clear about what he wants. And that was the most impressive thing for someone so young and with a lot of pressure on him because he's the first, you know, African-American director to do anything Marvel and to have the budget that he had, which was 200 million. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of pressure. I'm sure there was a lot of pressure on him to do this right. And it was just a great experience watching him work and watching everyone else work. Give uh, give the audience uh, a rundown of some of the other comic book related shows. I know you've done some stunts on, and then tell us how the heck you become a stunt man because I think that's crazy. <laughs> uh, so far, the only other comic book related show that I worked on was uh, Luke Cage season two. Okay, uh, all right, and uh, that will be out either summer or the end of this year. Tell us everything about Luke Cage season two. Give us the spoilers. No, go ahead. Yeah, tell us, tell us what happens <laughs> at the end. That. Can't do that. <laughs> oh. Is Luke Cage in it? 
Yes. <laughs> how, how did you do this? I mean, how do you become a stuntman? I think that's, like, honestly, like you're putting yourself in physical harm, theoretically, and that's your job. So my journey was a really long journey, if you guys got time to listen. Sure. We got so all day. We got two minutes. I was in the military minutes. for eight years. And when I got out, it, I was in peak physical condition. And I started off modeling. I was like, you know what? I want to do some modeling. So when I do get old, ugly, and fat, my kids can see, hey, dad actually looked good. That's how he got mom. <laughs> it started off that way. And then I'd say about a year later, I ran into a friend from high school. And, you know, we were just chatting and, you know, just talking. And he asked me what I was doing. Like, oh, I'm modeling. And he had asked me, do I think want to get into acting? I was like, uh, yeah, cross my mind. So he followed me to a company called Casting Networks. And mm-hmm. they handle mainly background work. So I signed up. And I just started doing background work. And, uh, you know, fast forward, after doing that for about two years, I got to learn a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. I used to think making a movie was easy, and it was like a regular five, eight-hour day. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, this Boy, job is not wrong. Like, this job is not easy at all. The scene, it's amazing how they change everything around for one simple scene. Yeah, I can and, imagine. And then... And then after that, I ran into a guy, a buddy of mine, Nathan Fowley. Um, he's an actor, an amazing martial artist. He had introduced me to these guys that ran a company called uh, Cinematic Fight Studio. And they needed, you know, martial artists for a fight scene. And then I, he asked me if I wanted to do that. I was like, of course, yeah, why not? You know, do, let me just add more to my arsenal. Uh, I did the fight scene, and then I, I was hooked to it from there. I've been hooked to it ever since. It's like I... I had no uh, aspiration to to uh, uh, be a stuntman. It's just one of those things that kind of fell into my lap. And what? once I got into it, that's when I started taking taking it very seriously. Have, have has it? I mean, has it been mostly fighting and stunts, or has there been any real danger that you've that you've encountered being a stuntman? Uh, with the exception of what I did on Luke Cage, which I cannot say, <laughs> that was that. Hey, that was the only dangerous one for me. Um, I haven't had any real serious, uh, dangerous stuff yet. Is that something that you think about? I mean, you have Deadpool, uh, there was a stuntman that was injured, Walking Dead, a stuntman was killed. I mean, does that ever cross your mind when you're out there? Or, All or... the time. All oh, the time. Oh, man, yeah. I just think, okay, let me do the best I can to make it look real for the audience mm-hmm. while still being safe. Uh, yeah. If you're not nervous, then something's wrong. Well, yeah. Like, and when I mean nervous, I mean like, okay, you know what? Let me make sure I do this right. I hope everything goes well. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's uh, where do you see yourself? Like, where where are you hoping to? What are you hoping to kind of go? Do you want to get back into acting? Are you a hundred percent stuntman? Are you, you know, where where do you see I mean, your career? I can do both because I did go to acting school. Um, I went to the New York Conser- New York Conservatory for Dramatic Arts. Oh. Uh, about two years ago. So if the opportunity arises for me to. Uh, do acting, I'll take that. But, you know, my main focus is stunt work. Well, I can guarantee you, being on this show will not lead to any success for you. But we thank you for coming on, and I want to uh, tell the audience where they can uh, reach you and, and, and uh, hit you up online. Uh, sure. Um, if you guys want, you can check out my uh, company called Screen Combat Guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we teach actors and actresses the basics of film combat, how to sell uh, how to react to hits, basic falls, and we choreograph, uh, film, and edit a fight scene for them. And the goal is to hopefully elevate an actor's career. You know, cool. um, you, you can find us on Instagram as well, in Facebook. If you want my Instagram and Facebook, it's Ricky Barksdale. That's R I C K Y B A R K S D A L E. And yeah, you know, if you guys like what you see, you know, spread the word because this is a numbers game. That's how you get your business out there. That's it. That's it. Ricky, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. When we come back, I was a little critical of I was a little critical of Black Panther, but not really. But is it okay to be critical of Black Panther or is this another Wonder Woman? When we come back. They right. released the full trailer. Mm-hmm. And I gotta tell you, all's forgiven, fun. huh? All's forgiven. No, okay. <laughs> I, That's we, how most most Star Wars fans are like, Ooh, this is gonna be great, I can't wait! You know Ooh, awesome, I can't wait. I can wait. Secrets of the Sire.
Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. I want to thank our guest, uh, Ricky Barksdale Jr. Again, go check him out online. Um, awesome story. Just, it, it still amazes me, anybody that, that does that for a living. Uh, because I like to be as physically lazy as possible. So <laughs> for them, you know. My they can be lazy, too. You can be a lazy stunt, man. I, maybe. You, you would get killed. But I mean, you can still be lazy. <laughs> maybe you can a, not jump out of that car before be it blows stand in. up. You could be a stand-in stuntman. Yeah. I mean, or, you could do a lot of lazy stuff. It yeah. just doesn't mean it will get you anywhere. Yeah. Maybe it not. It will probably get not. you killed. Uh, so we were talking That's about a couple of different things, and one thing I did want to kind of circle back to. What were you talking about? In terms of Black Panther was, what was your fatal flaw of the movie? My fatal flaw of the film was, um, it was a fatal flaw all the way up until like uh, they actually addressed it, and then and, and just because they mentioned it, it it I was it satisfied. eased it right, it yeah. eased it yeah. Um, but they left the kid there, you know. Yeah. But then to Charles, like, with that. Charles, like, with why'd that. you leave the kid yeah. there? <laughs> and so that's in the you know industry terms they call that hanging a lantern on it. Yeah. Because that's a, like a huge like this guy would not be here. Kicking my ass right. and taking over my kingdom. Right. If you had it, just grabbed him and taken him home with you. Right. So he at least he says it. His father's answer was bullshit. Right. Excuse my my language, but um, it was like yeah, exactly. <laughs> was a, you know that was a lie I chose to live with, and, and you know if I was a child, I would have been like, I don't accept that answer. You're from the spiritual yeah. world. You could give me a real answer. <laughs> right. But um, I but do. At least, I do agree with that. Too. Yeah. But at least he addressed it. In which case. It wasn't as as long as someone else in the film has a problem with a plot hole, it's suddenly, mysteriously, and miraculously no longer a plot hole. Yeah, and it becomes one of those yeah uh, one of those obstacles in life that just doesn't make any yeah. sense. And, but but as long as someone acknowledges this does not make any sense, why are we dealing with this? Right. Then it's it's suddenly not right. a flaw. Right. Because you know what? There's one thing if you observe a problem. That the people on screen are ob- yeah, oblivious like, yeah, to. It's great. We're it doing... does take it away. And I do agree Admiral with you, Akbar actually. Said, hey, sometimes right. it happens. Yes. Sometimes <laughs> big, big fish people die in the space. I you do know? know, and I do agree with that. I think there is definitely uh, something to be said about that where I was watching that going, yeah, why did they leave? The yeah. What? Why it's, did it's, they leave? It's kind of a. Michael B. Jordan. It, it was kind of a strange thing. I understand. I understand the point they were trying to make. They were trying. They were trying to give you a parallel. They were trying to say, like the the importance of keeping Wakanda Wakanda yeah. and, and and private yeah. is more important than everybody else on the planet, right? And the 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 science of isolationism is we are pure. We are we are preserving our way of life because once other people discover mm-hmm. where we are, what we are, what we have, you know, and what we can do. We won't be able to keep them out, right. you know, or we'll be in constant war trying right. to keep them out. So, uh, I get the, you know, I get the pathology behind the the, the desire to stay isolated, but I also it, it wasn't the strongest plot uh, you know, thread of the of the movie. It, it wasn't it the depends, strongest thing, but it, it was it was enough where I didn't. It again depends yeah. on how you approach it. Yeah. If you if you look at a situation, and I'm sorry to play this card, if you come from a a culture that has been decimated sure. by colonialism, sure. um, then you would then it would resonate very strongly with you. Yeah. But if you're looking at it from another perspective, or you're not even thinking of it from that perspective, and you're looking at it perhaps from an angle of selfishness, like mm-hmm. you guys have all this stuff, and there's you know this even even Africa all by itself without the rest of the world is sure. a continent sure. that has you know that oh. has a lot of problems, right? Why aren't you out there helping everybody no, see, else? That, that, that to me, that's not the problem. I'm just saying in terms of like leaving the, the child behind, I feel like his reasoning was well, not the strongest yeah. But No, but I'm saying that, that coincides with no. No, no, I, I agree with you. I'm just saying that it's, it was workable, though. It was workable to me in my head where I, I quickly kind of, again, kind of what you said, T'Challa kind of acknowledges it, and I go, okay. You know, yeah. like, like it wasn't enough for me to be like, wait a minute, this whole movie just fell apart, yeah. you know? Like, no. wait. It would have fallen apart if you had watched that whole movie and then afterwards I said something like, how come they didn't just take the kid with them? Yeah. And then that's – that's yeah. like, I don't have an that's answer the, for that. That's the glass-shattering moment. Yes. It's like, yeah. What? This movie out. sucks now. But if you if, – if he acknowledges it and he says something and you find yourself going, yeah – you know, ask him that question. Yeah. And, and even if he gets a bad answer, the fact that he asked the question 
yeah. suddenly doesn't make it a plot hole anymore. You know, so I'm watching um, our, our broadcast on Facebook, and I see the scene where uh, he's in Singapore, and he's on, you know, Black Panther's on top of the car. I was really hoping Ricky Barksdale Jr. was one, was the guy on top of the car. <laughs> like, that's what I was hoping. I was like, come on. Let's have our guest be that guy. Oh, come on. He, he did a great job. Oh, no, no. I'm not, I'm not knocking what he did. I'm just saying I really wish. That would be really cool, because that was... There was I, think, I think overall, look, before we, before we well, kind of shift dynamics Ricky Barksdale a little bit. is not CGI. He's a real person, which is why he was not the one on the car. He's being, he's being excluded for his uh, realness, his, his, <laughs> yes. his, his yes. tangibleness, he his had, tangibility. He, he sadly had to settle for roles of, of, <laughs> of, of actual, physical yeah, of actual physicality and human, humanity. Oh, God, there's so many things wrong with the world. Now, uh, I think we all, like I said, we're very high on the movie. Um, Cooler was amazing. I just amazing director. Cast was amazing. Even the guy from Get Out, even though I had to get over the fact that he was from Get Out, uh, <laughs> you know, was amazing. So I think we're really high on it. Uh, not everyone was high on it, and I want to bring up a quick story. And this is kind of what we talked about in our in my little teaser post on Facebook. A critic gave Black Panther its first bad review, and people are not buying the reason. This is from the Insider.com. On Thursday, Black Panther got its first and only negative critic review so far. It was inevitable. Not everyone can all like the same movies, with the exception of Paddington 2, which still has a 100% rating. That movie is, <laughs> on, on that is a ridiculously great movie. <laughs> that movie's garbage. Garbage. That movie garbage. I, I'm logging into Rotten Tomatoes. I, I had many ideas about humanity, and then I watched that movie, and I was like, no, we have to save everyone. Is there a moratorium on when you can actually review the movie? <laughs> like is there no. a, like can I go in right now and give like Paddington two like a that. like if a you, negative if star? If you wanted to be a douche <laughs> instead of a uh, dolce, you could go ahead and do that. And be like suddenly <laughs> out of nowhere, Paddington two worst that's film how, ever. That's how you get the podcast really on the on, <laughs> in the mainstream. It's like this guy from this middling podcast came and gave us the worst review. Speaking of the mainstream, <laughs> co-created by Talent Caldwell and myself, and Tony Moy and Darren Sanchez will be in stores in April. You've been seeing the ads running through the whole podcast. Well, way to go, Hassan. All right, but Black Panther was so close to keeping a perfect score until Thursday. Reviews for Black Panther came out, and the film had a 100% rating for two days. Critics praised the movie for its villain, played by Michael B. Jordan. Again, spoiler, 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 spoiler. Hate the fact that he died at the end. Didn't like that. Um, kind of wanted him. I want him to be fighting Thanos. Yeah, we got Thanos coming. Like We need everything we Get can possibly Get to your story. <laughs> As well as its political statement and bold departure from the tired superhero formula film. Uh, a handful of critics called it the best movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think it's arguably one of the best. There's no question. Uh, but not everybody loved it. Film critic Ed Power, writing for the Irish Independent, gave Black Panther its first negative review. And the reason for the bad review, Power didn't think Black Panther beat up enough bad guys. What he doesn't get to do much of is jump around beating up bad guys. That's a shame. Marvel has finally given us an African superhero. The hope, surely, was that he would be allowed to do superhero. He would be a, a boorish thug things. that beats up a whole bunch of bad guys. That's... That he would be allowed to do superheroic things. Hmm. Some people took to Twitter to criticize the critic for missing the point of the movie, which marks a significant moment in Hollywood and culture. They also questioned Power's taste. This is the first negative review of the movie. This brave soul is going to be destroyed. Press F to pay respects. <laughs> this one negative reviewer of Black Panther gave it a rotten because uh, T'Challa doesn't beat up enough bad guys. Really, my dude? Uh, the guy who gave Black Panther three out of five and destroyed its 100% rating waffles through his review, ending stating that there's not enough beating up bad guys. This review lacks any sort of substance, and the writer doesn't actually make any points. I don't like Birdman because I found out via Instagram that it's an ex-boyfriend's favorite movie, and this guy's reasoning about Black Panther is dumber than that. <laughs> That's the reason I didn't like the Floyd. It's an ex-girlfriend's band. <laughs> I can't like Pink Floyd because of it. Not I can't tell Floyd fans that because I'll be murdered. Not so bold prediction. The first critic to write a rotten review of Black Panther will be white. Even less bold prediction. Oh, boy. Armand that's, White. That's a terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. Well, but that's... Okay, so we talked about this last week, though, right? That's terrible. We talked about this. Look, his, you know, the, the bottom line, though, his reason for not liking it is horrible. Yeah. It's dumb. Yeah. Okay? It's the same as what I've always said, someone's review of it didn't have to happen, and therefore it is bad because we didn't need it. Sure. And the, the the logic of all art is we don't need any art, you know? So so if you're going to criticize something, 
get into the into the tangibilities of the story. Tell me exactly sure. what it was that didn't land with you. Right. And then I will accept your – but, you know, if you're saying, well, you didn't beat up enough people, shut up. You know? I get that. Now, yes, all the other baggage they, they laid on top of it is is ridiculous. That's, you know, and then he's, the, the guy's white and he's trying to ruin the movie. That's that's stupid. That's, you know, that, that's, that's what we're going to deal with in the social – Stratosphere, you know, and the yeah. hive mind. When the hive mind decides that you've uh, that you've uh, overstepped or you've stepped wrong, they're all going to let you know, and it's all going to be a pile on. It's all going to be a, a, a bag of shit that you have to hold, mm-hmm. and unfortunate. But um, if if you came and you tarnished something that is really, you know, precious to people, and your reason for tarnishing it is that you didn't, you know. There wasn't enough purple in it, you know, or something that incoherent. Then yeah, you're gonna. There's gonna be vitriol, you know. A couple yeah. other, couple other reviews. Uh, the trouble with the highly anticipated Black Panther is it doesn't know what it wants to be. Superhero extravaganza, activist action flick, James Bond. Why not all those things? Or coming to America. Why does it have to know what it wants to be? If it's, if, you know, yeah. If if you explain that. Well, it didn't work for me because I didn't know what the film was trying to be. This one I think a is a little weird. That's a different argument. This is a different one, right? I, oh, are we not so discussing he, these points? Okay. No, 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 no. Because I, I, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna circumvent the, the points here. We're gonna, we're gonna circle back in a second. Well, we only have a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the, well, now you distracted me. I know. The first point where he says he's not doing superheroic things is maybe this wasn't the kind of movie he thought he was going to get, and he didn't true, get it. True. So he wasn't happy with it. I true. can buy that, right? But that's a bad review because you decided it was supposed uh, to be something that it wasn't. Uh, agreed. But, you know, again, I can, I can at least understand yes, maybe got, where he's coming from. behind that. Black right. Panther struggles. There are a lot of things. So in this case, he, you're saying, why can't it be all these things? And he's saying it needs to pick one, right? So that's subjective. Okay, I can that understand That is subjective, this. yes. This one, this guy... From films in review, the only thing that did not make it into Black Panther was an appearance by Thor, bloated with every trope in the genre. See, I disagree with that completely. I totally disagree with I, that. I think this is the one Marvel movie right now that's not a Marvel movie. I think every other movie is a Marvel movie. I think this is a movie. Like, this is an actual honest-to-God well, movie. Well, no, I, you know, I, I would say Winter Soldier was probably a strong movie. Yeah. Movie, you know? Um, had a lot of stuff from... It wasn't overblown. Didn't have a lot of stuff from the Avengers. But it had enough, uh, it had enough scenery in it to make it related to the Avengers. It make it, right. to, to, you know, to it had enough DNA from the Avengers to actually work as a sequel to the Avengers, and so it was a really strong movie. I'd like to see the two of them back to back and decide which one is, is my favorite. Yeah, because Black Panther is a if if not Black Panther is my favorite. top three. Well, easily. yeah, yeah. Um, I'd have to see them to see which one, but it's between. Uh, Winter Soldier and uh, Black Panther right okay. now. All right. Well, we want to know what you guys think, so chime in. We're going to be talking about this all week long. We're going to do our repost on Facebook. Uh, we want to know what did you think of the movie. Is it your number one? Is it your number three? All that stuff. Next week, Jackie the Joke Man, Martling himself, will be in studio. Hassan will play the Howard role. I'll be the Robin of the group. <laughs> Sam will be somebody. See you next week, guys. <laughs> bye bye.